Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located in Niles, Ohio. Welcome back to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast, powered by Brennan Miller State Farm Insurance, and we're here with Coach Perry. Coach, disappointing uh, game Friday night at home against Poland. Um, we've been on a roll. This is the first time all season that we have to talk about a loss, but hey, you know nobody's perfect, and uh, so let's just go from there. Um, thoughts on last week's game? Well, that's what football's all about, whether it be play-to-play or day-to-day or week-to-week. I mean, you have to be able to bounce back. Uh, Anybody that was in attendance or following it on Twitter or radio or smoke signals know that, uh, you know, in absolutely uh, every phase of the game, we got beat. And, uh, you know, it's on us this week to... uh, uh, to bounce back. I mean, it's, it's not like we can blame a play or whatever. There, there's, a, there's a lot of blame going around starting in our coach's office. Let me ask you this. Now, is something like that better than maybe getting a bad call where you can just guy, you know what, every, all the phases were bad. You know, defense, you guys weren't there. Offense, you weren't there. Let's regroup and just get after it. Or, or if something stuck out, maybe, you know, a kid fumbled six times or there was something going on here. I mean, I know losing never good, but is there any well, I would say if you could figure that out, which is the best way to lose, you'd probably be a millionaire because guys would sign up to buy your product. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's, there's, you always have to try to look at the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I've been asked about it a lot this week, and I guess the analogy I came up was, uh, uh, have you ever been walking around and then all of a sudden feel sick really fast and have to get to a, to a waste can or a toilet and, and you don't make it? I mean, that, that's kind of what happened in the game a little bit there. And I think the fact that we had, although we had faced adversity, it hadn't come on quite like that. And what I mean by that. Uh, we had, we were blown the coverage on the first touchdown. You know our defensive back got turned around, but there should have been a safety there that wasn't. So, uh, you know th- their strike one that happens. Uh, then we had a turnover, and then we had a turnover, and all of a sudden you're staring up and you're looking at 17, and it quickly headed toward 24. So, you know d- just the rush of of both our mistakes, and then we allowed our mistakes to turn into poor effort, and I think that's apparent when you when we watch the film. So. You better learn from it because, uh, you know, like I said in football, it's, it's strictly uh, overcome adversity, like I said, play after play or quarter after quarter and game after game. And this is the first time we have to, to, to having, you know, live with it over the weekend. And, uh, uh, you know, we got to bounce back because we got a good team coming in here now. Yeah, you got South Range Friday night, another game here at Bo Ryan Stadium, back-to-back home games. Um, so, I, I, you know, I talked to some of the kids last week. They, they seemed excited. They said they had a good week of practice. But again, I mean, Poland's a powerhouse. Things, you know, didn't go your way. But I mean, what's the mindset of these young men that are just getting off the field? Uh, that, that's the one thing I will say. I said it on the podcast last week, I believe, Bo. We did have a good week of practice. We had a, the most amount of preparation. Uh, Coach Owens came in after the game and said, "Well, uh, so much for this file." And I'm looking at his Poland file, and, and there is easily 
300 pages of, of stuff that, that he had gone through to prepare for that game and the kids had prepared for it. Uh, it's not to say our scheme was great because obviously they were one step ahead of us in, in what they were doing, but it wasn't for a lack of preparation and, and effort throughout the week. Uh, it's sports. you know. I've seen Ohio State do that in the past. I've seen the New England Patriots do it in the past where you just come out and, and, and we laid an egg. So, uh, you know, we... we, we Dressed with the kids, we showed them some of the things where we felt their effort could be improved. And then in this game, you just move on. And uh, the great news about our situation, if you look at the goals we set at the beginning of the season, outside of a, of a perfect season, which really, uh, that was never uttered in anybody's mouth, everything we want to play for is still in front of us. So uh, we're just back to work, and uh, we're excited about a good team coming in here Friday. And I, this might, it might go back to your coaching days in Matthews. could be a game that you coached here in Niles. Um, you talked about the great preparation last week, and then lo and behold, the, you know, the game winds up being 31-7. You're on the wrong side of the stick. Has there been a week where maybe preparation wasn't good from the team? Could have been, you know, this team, or just just in terms of, you know, preparation was bad, and then lo and behold, Friday night comes, and this team's just kicking butt. Yeah, the first four weeks of this year. <laughs> I mean, really, and, and I say that in comparison to last week's prep. I mean, you know, there was times where we were just blowing coverages in practice and we weren't lining up right, and, you know, then you go out there and you have a defensive performance like you did against East or, you know, an offensive performance like you, like you did against Howland. So, uh, you know, it, like I said, there's a human element here. Uh, we went out here today. It was 88 degrees out here practicing, and that affects everybody. Uh, we have a drill that we call no mistake. We we ran it. We hadn't run it since since doubles, but we want to get back to some consistency on offense. Run five plays in a row, and practice is over. Um, play 42 was our fifth perfect play. So that gives you an idea on on what this game really entails and trying trying to be perfect. That's impossible. Uh, but uh, yeah, you, you know, you love to think that oh, as long as you practice good, everything's going to go good on Friday night. Simply not the case. These are human beings, coaches, and players. And you know, on Poland's side, you know, they had come off a big win. They were getting healthy. There's just a lot of elements that go into this whole thing. And uh, we laid an egg. Hey, I know you did. You said Poland was getting back to full strength, and obviously they showed that power last week. Um, disappointing loss, 31 to seven. I'll say this, Bo. Not to, uh, I mean, to interrupt you. If I had a choice, we would play that game over today. <laughs> I mean, I really don't feel that they're more talented than yeah. us, that they're better than us. Uh, again, you know, that's well, maybe that's coach speak, whatever, but I'd love another crack at them. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Unless, in fact, I know them all because they're Division <laughs> Four, and uh, we wouldn't even be in the playoffs together if we were able to get there. But, you know, the nice thing is we do got another opponent coming in, and we're only a few days away from that. I'm glad you brought up that opponent. And once again, you're listening to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located here in Niles, Ohio. Um, South Range, um, what do they bring to the table, and uh, you know, what should we look for, and what should the fans that uh, pack the house on Friday look for? Well, Coach Yeagley is a guy that I, I go back to. He's kind of almost served as a mentor to me when I first took the head coaching job at Matthews, and uh, he was at South Range even back then. And, uh, you know, I think he's probably the longest tenured coach in the Valley. Uh, tremendous human being and his coaches reflect what kind of coach he is. They're very well organized, very disciplined. Uh, 
they do not a ton of different stuff, but have a lot of different formations, and uh, the kids play like heck. So, uh, you know, this, you know, they lost to, to, to Poland by a similar score to we did, and I bet you they'd want to play Poland again because, uh, they, you know, they beat some, they beat some good teams. They beat Girard, who was previously undefeated. They beat Canton Central Catholic, who's a perennial powerhouse. Uh, but you know, you know, they they lost in overtime to Springfield, and lost to Poland. So, you know, that just tells you the strength of our league. I mean, I think these these from now to the end of the season, you'll see any one of us can beat the other, and 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 uh, it's a great league to be in from that. And uh, I'm you know I'm really looking forward to the game. Uh, I'm excited as well. Now, um, the Permanis player of the game, um, they're trying enough to donate a gift card to uh, the player you guys select or I select. I was in New York, so I missed the. Uh, Missed the game, but uh, you guys were here. You coached it. Um, who are you guys giving the nod to? I'll be honest with you. This is kind of a kind of a tough call here, uh, uh, Bo. But I, I think probably the kid we're going to go with is Romero Baskin, and uh, uh, you know he had that long kickoff return that was uh, called back. You know we've scoured the film. It's not that we have the greatest look. We don't really know what the officials called, uh, but he certainly did an outstanding thing there. Also made a couple other catches in the game. Uh, I thought for for his part, you know, he played pretty well. And, and really, in the absence of anybody else standing out, maybe he kind of slides into that. But uh, uh, you know, for us to get one on specials, I know it was called back for us to actually get a play out there that maybe could have brought us into the game a little bit at that point in time. Uh, you know, I think that's something that we can build on moving forward. So we'll let uh, Romero have the sandwich this week. Awesome stuff, Coach. Well, hey, man, best to you and this team moving forward. 4-1, and one, fantastic drop. And I love, love, love the fact that you would love to take Poland on again. You know what it is? Because I always think when you believe in your heart that you know you can do it, you want another shot. And if you don't think you can, you just kind of take your humble pie and walk away. But I love the attitude that you would uh, love to line these hits up one more time. And, and, and I'll, I'll add on to that and say this. The bottom line, anyone, they they beat us. Like, they, they, you, had, you have got to, I ran across the field, shook his hand, and congratulated him. Plain and simple, we got beat. That's the, that's the bottom line in this business. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, this is a coaching thing. It's frustrating. He's under all kinds of fire over there because they're 2-2, two and two and he's a great man and has done a nice job with the program. And, you know, if I can remove myself from the situation, you know, at least a guy like that, maybe the wolves are off of him for a week because I don't think he, I think that's unjust of what's, what he's going through there. So, uh, you know, I'll just say congratulations. And the other thing I'll say is that their kids were outstanding kids out on the field. The sportsmanship that they displayed, I didn't hear any trash talk and I didn't, I didn't see any personal fouls. It was, it was all done the right way on their part. So uh, hats off to the Poland Bulldogs, and we got to get better because that's a team we need to be able to uh, walk in with our program and knock off for sure. You're going to get there, Coach. You're going to bring it around. Once again, the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast, and we like to say, Go Dragons! Flow that got the block hot, shit got super hot. Welcome back to the 2019 Red Dragon Player Spotlight, and we're featuring the standout receiver, number seven, Romero Baskins. He was also the Permanente player of the game against the Poland Bulldogs, where he had a big game, and the coaching staff um, felt you were deserving of the award. What's that like, just knowing that the coaches took some notice in your effort? Uh, it's a big, it's a big deal coming from freshman year not starting, and then being able to help your team out a lot in many aspects. 
And just taking that loss, we're going to bounce back because it's a big thing to us. We just want to show the whole city what we're capable of. Yeah, now he, the coach said you guys had a fantastic week of practice, probably one of the best weeks of practice you guys had all year, and, and then Friday night rolls around. Um, he said it just kind of maybe unraveled quickly and it was yeah. just kind of hard to get over. Yeah. Um, see, I think just a lot of people seen who we were playing, and a lot of people started down right when we seen them. Instead of playing like the normal team we've been playing, those past games we've been playing. But um, no, I think we'll have a a good bounce back from it. It just opened up our minds. Yeah. And now it's time to be a dragon and step up to the plate. Yeah, and you guys got South Range and a quality, quality football team as well. So, yeah. I mean, if you could take anything maybe out of the Poland losses that it's prepared you to say, you know what, we're going to come back and strike a little harder when South Range comes in? Yeah, and, uh, just playing a team like Poland every year gets you better and better and prepared in the head. So now that we took that loss, coming into South Range is not going to be like we're not going to hold down for him. Nice, nice. Once again, Romero Bassman's number seven. Um, you're an athletic kid. You're especially uh, good with that football in your hand. Um, Pop Warner Pee Wee days, were you that kid scoring four or five touchdowns every game? Uh, to be honest, no. I really no? wasn't. <laughs> I, re I was the kid running with the kid, helping him score. I wasn't the kid. <laughs> when did you kind of make that transformation from being the guy helping the guy score to the guy that is going to score? Uh, middle school, about seventh grade. Sixth grade is when it started picking up for me, and then it's kind of evolved into this. And yeah, uh, you, and what's it like just you know being part of this, guys? I mean, you guys five weeks into the season, you suffered your first loss, but you guys are on a hell of a roll right now. Um, what's it just like being part of this and tasting some success? I mean, being a part of this with Coach Perry being our coach and everything, I think it's a big, a big, big deal. It may, it makes you a man. Many aspects to football. It's not just running the ball, tackling people. It's getting your head right for when you grow up and become an adult. I just like everything about it. Getting yelled at, you gotta you gotta <laughs> take the criticism no matter what. You can't quit after you get yelled at. You get better from it. Whatever they yell at you for, you get better and you come back the next day ten times harder. Definitely and, and you are you uh we were joking one night after one of the shows, Coach Perry says, uh you you've probably run more than I have in terms of uh gassers. Uh is yeah. that fair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mess up a lot, so I pay the consequences. Yeah, but there, but nothing too drastic. They're just uh, no. I mean, I mean, like you said, you're, you're a good kid. It's not like you're out yeah. doing crazy things. No. Just uh, the gassers. Now you are the man. Um, I've heard about the the the, the gassers voice, and and uh, I have to hear it because nobody will do it, and I, I've been waiting all year, man. Uh, it depends. Like if Coach Perry says I got gassers, I'll be like, I'm not doing it. Just certain stuff, and he gets mad about it. Sometimes you'll laugh, you'll have a giggle about it. <laughs> and that's the voice, though? That's yeah. the voice that drives him crazy? Yeah, it's like a little kid. <laughs> I, I'm so glad. And you know what's funny is all your teammates that have come on or the guys that I've just talked to that are on the team, I'm like, what's the voice? And they're like, no, that's Romero's thing. <laughs> they won't even attempt it. They're like, no, it's Romero's thing. Nope. So, where's it? have you been doing that voice for a long time, or just something you kind of come up with? I've been doing this since last year. All right. And you, so you've been... Yeah, everybody laughs about it. <laughs> I just like to get, get a good kick out of everybody. Excellent stuff, man. Um, for you, I mean, uh, um, I mean, Zach, uh, you know, Leonard's able to, you know, distribute the ball. You're a receiver. I mean, you know, uh, everybody wants to catch it. What's it like coming back to the huddle, maybe thinking you were open, maybe when you weren't open, but just, um, you know, what's it like knowing that the ball can't come to you on a frequent basis because he has the arm to do it? Um, 
sometimes when I get the ball a lot, I, I think back, I'm like, hey, I'm open. Don't get the ball. <laughs> but you got to think about it. It's not just you on the team. You got to think about everybody got to everybody got to throw their body into each play. So it got to be me one play, then the running back the next play, then the quarterback the next play. I'll get the ball sometimes, and then when I get the ball, I make the best out of it. Yeah, it's probably fair to say. I don't think a receiver's ever come back in the huddle saying he was covered. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Probably all your teammates probably come back to the huddle thinking the same thing. Yeah, everybody <laughs> says the same thing, even if they are covered. Now, now we, uh, you know, we've had Sean on. We, we've had uh, Adam McGinnis last week. Uh, they were talking about, you know, a, a tight group. What's it like with the receiver group and you guys or that offense? Um, you guys? Every day it's a, it's a battle. It's like who's up next. You can't mess up a route. You can't loaf a route. You can't do any of that or else it's the next man up. So, like, our receiver core is very tight. Everybody helps each other out. If one person doesn't know it, then I, I'm able to help them. If I don't know it, there's another kid able to help me. It's We're all contributing to the wide receivers. Awesome stuff. Well, we appreciate you stopping by, and we're crammed on time tonight. But again, man, uh, and I remember seeing the scrimmage. I, I joked around that I was going to have uh, Zach and you as my uh, fantasy high school connection because you guys, uh, you know, you guys have a nice rapport with each other. I hope that continues. Um, but we always like to end the show with some uh, off wall stuff we call it three and out. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah. All right. Um, first thing we always ask is uh, female celebrities. If you could take any. Female celebrity out for a quick bite to eat. Who are you going to invite to dinner? I'm going to have to go with Ariana Grande. Yeah? Yep. Okay. I'm going to have to take her out to eat. You didn't even uh, think twice on that one. Nope. <laughs> How about this one? If the uh, if if you could do your gasser voice and ask Coach Perry to run one play, what's your favorite route and, you know, what what would you like to hear called into the offense and what, you know, what's that route tree part that you love and what would you like to haul in for that, you know, six points? Uh, it depends. If he's playing off of me, something short so I can break him and then get yards. But if he's playing up close on me, I always love to run fade because I can go up there and get the ball for Zach and then come back down with it and score. Excellent. And then the final question before we let you go tonight, before you uh, take on South Range here at Bo Ryan Stadium on Friday night, um, if you could go back and get one win against any team any year so far, um, which one would you like to have? That's a tough one. Um, knowing last year, we didn't come out with this mentality we did this year. So I'd have to go with our last game, Poland, just to get that one game back so we can keep striving for greatness. Awesome stuff, man. Well, hey, man, you're fun to watch, and I've been waiting to get you on. I think you're a hell of a player, by the way, too. Thank you. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I think you're uh, you're so special after that ball's in your hand. You do a lot of good things. And, Thank you. It's easy to catch. I shouldn't say it's easy to catch it, but what you you do have a little bit of magic in you once yeah. that, that once number seven has the ball in here. As always, we like the biggest shit. Big shout out to uh, the Bread Dragons and here on the Player Spotlight. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.